uh, like uh, my dad used the um, he still has the S21 Ultra and he used the Huawei P30 also at the same time and he said that he really liked the Huawei better in as far as like how the phone functions but longevity wise the S21 has been out beating the Huawei and he's had both of them about the same time I just had to urgently rescue Roberto from the freaking puppy <gasps> damn <laughs> who is Roberto? Roberto. Who is he? Master Frog. Ah. <laughs> Did you eat today? Actually, I should be asking since you're both on cam. Did you both eat today? I got my bag right here, right now. Okay. I got my bag in my hand. Look, I'm going to eat. Don't go silent on me, homie. Did you eat? All right, I see you. Starburst is not food. <laughs> I had to cook full screen to see it. <laughs> you almost did it. It was almost like if you had done it quick enough, like, you know. And just uh, like it flashed it like in the movies where they flash a terribly fake ID. Yeah, I was immediately thinking of Supernatural, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was a good start to say, welcome back to the Space Side to collect the podcast. How long have you been recording, man? Uh, just a minute, 40. Oh, damn. Legitimately, I didn't catch it, so it could have been a lot longer, damn. No. Was... Well, I knew they were recording the minute that they were like, who is it for Roberto, and had me verbally say. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're recording. Ah, nice. I'm like, it is my that. stuffed frog. His name is Roberto. He is my little stuffed frog. And something about the way they made him just makes him look real grumpy. I love him so much. He reminds me of when Kermit makes that scrunch face where it's like, like mm -hmm. that. Um, yes. Very good. So I peered over and the new puppy was not like being mean, but just like trotting around with Roberto in his mouth. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not He's allowed. Like, I'm going to carry my quarry to my den. He's just trotting about. No, thank you, though. That one's mine. You have your own puppy toys. <laughs> well, I need to work on my vocal tells. Some of you can tell that I'm actually recording. I pretty much started when you said, um, you said something about Samsung. Mm, got you. <laughs> let them be full aware. They're on alert. Hey, fair enough. Okay, no, straight up fair enough. I, I have a problem with Samsung, but I'm gonna give it a shot with the S22. This will determine legitimately whether or not this is my last Samsung phone or my only the next one. What happened to Blackberries? I liked Blackberries, but like when the apps, well, when they started going smart, that is where they had issues. They couldn't figure out the. Well, I don't know if they couldn't figure it out or if they didn't have access to the same technology for the touchscreens as like Android and um, Apple did at the time. Yeah. But I remember like when the first iPhones came out and the first Androids came out. BlackBerry did have some smartphones, but they weren't as well received because they still tried to keep like the functionality kitsch of the scroll wheel. But instead of having the scroll wheel, they had the first like like clickable screen and the whole screen clicked like a fucking button. Don't like that. <laughs> don't what... don't like that. Oh man. I'm going to age myself and say, you know, the last time I saw a BlackBerry was when my mom worked as a real estate agent. And I thought that was like 
literally like the epitome of technology. I was like, this is, this is the future in my hands that I get to play my fucking stupid little snake game on a tiny little screen that can also call my dad. I thought that was fucking magic. Yo, for real. It was though. I remember when I first saw BlackBerry, it was still during the time of when at Sprint, it was Sprint and Nextel, and their biggest thing was get a phone that also works like a radio, and it had the immediate like radio button on them. God damn. That's wild. Uh, wasn't T-Mobile something else before it became T-Mobile? I think, I think it was. Either that, or it still wasn't over here yet. And I know Boost Mobile is still a thing, because that was out since I was in high school. Well, Boost Man, you remember like... when there was just, like, more than two carriers for everything? It's written in AT&T. Yep. No, yeah, I remember, like, when Singular was still a thing. Or, um... Singular Wireless? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn. Well, once again, welcome back to Space Idea Collective. Like, I remember, I remember, it wasn't mine, mm -hmm. but I do remember the days when my dad had a Nokia, like, 88, uh, oh, you know, the brick one, yeah. play Snake on it, and he had that service through Singular. Yeah, let's keep going with the rigmarole. Um, Mother's Day weekend, if you want to be evil, make your mother listen to this podcast, you can just say, you made me listen to your tripe, you now you listen to my stuff. <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm gonna need you to repeat that. What? <gasps> it's Mother's Day this Sunday. Yeah. Is my audio fine? Because my Discord is fine for once. No, your audio is fine. Oz is just like actively. I just have trouble with the concept of the passage of time. All right. Okay. All right. Um, and I have no idea what holidays fall in what months, unless it's like the big ones. You know. I make it a point to. Uh... Tell uh, one of my friends, moms, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> They've been cool. Oh my god. They've been cool with me. You are you are the Mark Wahlberg. Say hello to your mother for me, alright? No, you have no idea. You've caused such distress in me. I... I have to go and find many things at last minute because I'm didn't realize that it was this Sunday. Do you so. have crate paper, color pencils, or markers, anything like that? Well, yeah, but also I'm the youngest of, like, four kids, and she has, like, eight grandchildren, so I can't really get away with the, like, oh, here's a little handmaid, isn't it cute? It's like, no. She gets eight of those from actual children and throws most of them away at this point, honestly. I'm, I'm the oldest of four. So, before my mom passed, I forgot it was Mother's Day. You know what I said was her Mother's Day present? Me. <laughs> I would have smacked you upside your head. I got a mug launched. At me. <laughs> yeah, I, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 valid. See, that's uh, so funny because in my head, I'm seat. like, okay, bare minimum. <laughs> Literally in my head, bare minimum, I was like, okay, I need some calla lilies and some lavender, and we gotta get some like fucking like body scrub or lotion or something. In my brain, I'm like, that has to be bare minimum for. <laughs> Mother's Day at I, last minute. I went and I feel got like her. you could find like a lot of great things you could turn into like a gift basket from the Dollar Tree. Yeah. Like, Dollar Tree wasn't a thing back in 2006. 
No, but we still have 99 cent ranch market. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. But you know what I did? I just went down the street to Rite Aid, got her, got a, um, a cart, and then got us some shrimp fried rice, and then boom. You're telling me a shrimp fried this rice? I hate that you beat me to it. <laughs> As always, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Um... Yeah, this is a shoot the shit episode. I have no fucking topics for you people. Alright? Ain't shit to talk about. I don't give a fuck about Fast and the Furious and this troubles. Yo, legitimately, I, I really don't care. It's like, oh god, so-and-so left because of a fight with Vin Diesel. I'm Justin like, Lin is an actual good damn director. I'm glad he left. <laughs> Yo, just let it die, man. Just let it fucking die. How many of those movies do we need? I, it's a universal. They ain't, universal ain't got shit. The, Not anymore. And the only reason why they hold it on Fast and Furious is because they're sharing the Hulk with Marvel. That's what's, what's, that's what's going on with Universal by this point. They have nothing. <laughs> they yeah, like, as as it's like the newest things at Universal, at least like their theme parks and stuff, are not even like technically Universal. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Land, you're not part of uh, Universal, but you made a deal with Nintendo. Exactly. Um, Warner Brothers owns Harry Potter, but you opened it up to have Harry Potter at your park. Universal ain't got shit. For real. Wait, don't they got Gen- Jurassic Park, though? Oh, that's Warner Brothers. Okay, they t- but how much money is the, is the new Jurassic franchise making? Last one made a bunch. Yeah. And everyone is anticipating this next one because of Jeff Goldblum, Sam, uh, Sam O'Neill, and Laura Dern is coming back. Yeah, see, that's the only reason I want to watch a new one. Minions. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Minions. Oh, yeah, they're making another Minions. Well, not Minions, but... I totally forgot about that. I'm like, who are kids yeah, they're watching Gru, this? Yeah, they're making but like, like <laughs> young Gru. This is how you know how old Minions is. When The Stickle of Me came out, my cousin was about five. This little motherfucker is 13. He don't care about minions. No more. What yeah. was it for? Yo, deadass, I think the first Despicable Me was actually really cute. And then the minions, and they realized that that was super marketable, and I feel like it ruined everything. Like, the second yeah. one was also kind of okay. Still not great. But, you know, and then everything from there on was just bad garbage. Yeah, the rest of it was cash grab. They are yeah, and also I'm like, apparently... Which I think is sad in retrospect, because I'm like, but the first one was actually cute. I liked it. Helping with the release of the Black Phone, which I do want to see, and Jordan Peele's Nope. Mm. Okay. What's that? Yeah. I thought um, Nope was under 824. 824. Uh, no. Oh. It's the other, um... Blumhouse? The other one, yes. Oh, okay, okay. I get, Yo, I get those two mixed me? up, because Blumhouse and A24, like, is technically, like, the only two companies actually putting out good original movies. It could be science fiction, horror, or drama. Yeah, A24's Men looks absolutely terrifying, and after uh, today's leaked memo, I'm just like, do I still want to watch it? I mean, yes. But yeah, 
I, I think I read like, Is it gonna make me mad? It's gonna make me mad. I was at work and I read the first ten pages and then I was like, I need to put this down. I read it last night when it first leaked out and then I couldn't fucking sleep and then I had to go to work to print like everything was normal and everyone's just going around and me and my coworker like, how are we supposed to be like fine with like this shit? We are talking about Roe versus Wade, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Being super fucking vague. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's like we're being vague just because it hurts, but legitimately, yeah. We're, I'm, I know. I, I read it and I'm just like, uh, humanity. United States in general. Yeah. I agree with a friend when she said, I think we should just, all women should just snipe men's balls off. I was like, just get, keep me aware when you're in public, so I'll just stay in the house. Yo, for real. I've talked for years about wanting to get a, uh, was it a vasectomy? Now I'm thinking about it more than ever. I say do it. <laughs> let's, let's not populate, let's not po- repopulate the world. You know what? Fuck it. Yo, for real? Like, this shit really is turning into, um... Hammond's Tale? Idiocracy. Yeah. It's really turning into idiocracy. And at first it was funny. Now it's like, God damn it! now I see why, like, the smart people didn't fucking have kids. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm just like, this is why, like... Just... For the next few elections, don't fucking vote third party, okay? Okay, this is this is how... You get in this fucking situation. Mm-hmm. I realize the choices suck. I don't particularly like Joe Biden, but he is a hell of a lot better than yeah. fucking mm-hmm. dump truck McGee. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. so it's a shit sandwich between a polished turd. Like they. They're both going to suck, but, like, you got to vote for the better one and not, like, the, the third tweets. party because that's literally just throwing your vote away. It's like, I understand why third party is important, but at the moment, it's the moment. To But have you ever talked to those people where, like, the whole game that you're playing is would you rather? And they're like, well, I would never be in that situation. <laughs> and you're like... Okay, but that's not the point, though. The, the point is the would you rather. <laughs> like, yeah. Not, oh, God. I just feel like... <sighs> and also, you know, you can you can hold multiple beliefs at the same time. Like... <sighs> like, do I think, ultimately, my vote doesn't super matter that much when I know that one city in my whole state determines what color we're gonna be like logistically i kind of know that my vote doesn't super sway that but also i'm gonna do my part and vote every time because i consider that you know something small that i can do yeah i mean but also i come from a very unique perspective where like my mom is determined to vote every election since she became like since she got her papers and she can and then my dad is just like, even though I am legal, that shit scares me, and I refuse to touch that shit with a ten foot pole. No. But it's so just like so many of these elections come down to just 
the Florida? smallest margin of votes. Yeah, like, like recently, I remember one was like it was a vote of like within like five hundred people's ballots, and like another, you know, it's like oh, it was like twenty five thousand. We were like, okay, that's not big deal, but you're like, that's one town. That's like one. It's one city. So like. Mm-hmm. Like recent- do your fucking part. Midterms are very important. Ah, oh, cat hair. Ah, oh, fuck it, Harley. Oh my god. This was like this past this past election was the first time I ever voted, and it's like I I I come from the perspective of like my entire life I've been raised to actively avoid voting because of religious reasons, that- but it felt like it was one of those things where I'm like I don't understand how this is morally okay to not like. Like, I understand abstaining from a vote, but if you're not informed or you feel that you're not, like, informed enough and you want to be more informed before you do something like that, I fully get that. However, regardless of, of, of that, in situations like what happened last election, last election, there really does have to be, like, a, a showing of support because of how important it legitimately is. Like, I, I remember watching that election shake out and fucking being a nervous wreck even though knowing I voted. Yeah. Let's not forget mm-hmm. the nervous wreck we was in this past November when they was trying to recall Gavin Newsom. Yo, for real. And guess what? Oh. We have to re-vote for the governor of California again this June. Yep. And the I was so fucking scared, and I was like, I'm not even in California, and I'm terrified. The bunch of assholes who are trying to go against Gavin Newsom is like, oh, fuck me. We just literally voted three months, now, like, what, four months ago. Here we are again. Again, Gavin Newsom, not the greatest himself, but nope. still a hell of a lot better than the other dipshits it's the lesser, that it's trying that, to... It's that stupid lesser two evils bullshit, but this point is now lesser of seven. But see, it's so scary to think about how, like, the supporters on the other side are so much more fervent to show their, like, their opposition to people like Newsom. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, like, I remember when that stuff started happening. Between then and now... I have received maybe like six or seven texts being like, hey, Christian, we need your help to recall Gavin Newsom. Can we count on your support? And I just never respond. But I have never seen anything like that in the opposite. One of my favorite things that ever happened was in the uh, 2020 election because I have identified as independent. Um... And so, like, both parties will try and reach out to me. And so someone from, like, Donald Trump's campaign, like, some whatever stupid thing was, like, sending out a text to be like, oh, my God, we must stop this steal. Like, please, like, we must, like, fix this rigged election. Can you chip in $20 to do this? And I just replied to the text in all caps, fuck you, we won. And then they were just like, thank you for your time. And I'm like, yeah. I remember getting a get the call. fuck out of here. I remember That's so getting, good. I remember getting oh. a call. I'm not. I'm not gonna repeat what I said on the call on this mm-hmm. podcast. I'll just say it's one of the most offensive words you can. Two of the most offensive words you can ever call a person. <laughs> and it just came out. It was like you can tell I had it in the chamber. Chamber because 
you're not supposed to say these two words in general ever mm-hmm. but it just felt right and it just came right out like just butter you and know, then I hung up you know expletives help <laughs> and I did the asshole thing I let them explain themselves I let them talk and then I just replied <laughs> In a much less serious situation, but I am just an asshole when I first get woken up. Um, It just so happened my cousin was over for a sleepover, so she got to witness it. Uh, So I was taking a nap in the middle of the fucking day, mind you. So, yeah. Asleep, nap, phone, answer it. And they're like, hi, can I do a survey with you and your parents? And literally without thinking, like, did not skip a beat replied i'm an orphan (laughs) like deadpan just yeah and the person on the end was just like such silence and i was just like yeah and i hung up and then i literally just like flipped my pillow over and went back to sleep and my cousin was like cracking up laughing and then me still an asshole because i'm still like half asleep i'm like what are you laughing about she's like the what you just did the what you just said to someone and i'm like what i just i guess yeah i guess that's funny i am just a cunt yeah sure it's funny haha <laughs> that was pretty great though i i i noticed i have a uh i don't i don't know what the fuck what's up with like people say you have a young sounding voice i was like i don't get it like your voice don't match your age okay me me so Uh-oh. something similar to you i just like i'm i'm 16 i and my parents are not home can you call back well, yeah we can do that thank you yeah all right click it's like i don't <laughs> two days later we canceled our at&t account <laughs> so no more landline <laughs> <laughs> very good like, my brother was like really I was like, fuck yeah. They don't know. They they looking for a Mr. Robinson. They didn't say anybody's first name. That could have been any of us. <laughs> Robin. Like, fuck that. I'm, I'm using this childlike sounding voice to my fucking abilities. To my advantage. <laughs> fuck that. But it is really annoying when somebody hears your voice and they'll be like, how old are you? It's the... It's, it's the beneath in my head, like, sarcasm is your default. I'm like, okay, I can't just straight up be like, bitch, I'm 36. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you could. I could. But I'm trying. I've been watching The Good Place. Imagine if if you were actually like that. Yeah, but like I said, I've been watching The Good Place. And mm-hmm. it was a line that, uh, oh, my God. Oh my, he, uh, how did I forget his fucking name? And I was about to say his name right oh, there. Forking balls. Huh? Chidi. No, no, no. Uh, cheers, cheers. Ted Danson. Oh my yeah. God. Mm. Um. Uh. Michael. He said some. I'm paraphrasing. It's not that the place is good or bad. It's what you're trying to like. Be better than you was the day before, and try to be better as you go forward. Yeah. I was like, huh, okay, I'm going to try that. And it was one of those days I was like, I could default. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to be better and just do this. 
the less less sarcastic route. No hable español. You take the road less sarcastic by. Yeah, no hable English. It's that it's that uh, that that tw- TikTok that my friend showed me. The person act like he's deaf, and the one was the Jehovah Witness. Oh yeah, and then... he's like, "Thank you." He's like, "You <laughs> closes the door." Yeah. No hablo inglés, and they start speaking Spanish. Oh! <laughs> Gotta go. Yo, that's happened to me before, but in reverse, uh, where it's just like, oh, oh, I, I, uh, I don't speak Spanish, and it's like, oh, okay, and then they, uh, they go inside and they're calling their dog, and they're like, oh, come on, muñeca, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I see, you. I see. You. Man. I just always appreciated uh, Jim Jeffries' like short little exit at the end of his show. His Criminally canceled show on Comedy Central, and he just would always end it. I think we can all do better. And I'm like, that's that's it. That's all. That's how yeah. you live your life. Yeah, for real. So far, I'm enjoying the Good Place. The Good Place is Such really a good, good show. It's so good. Like the Good Place is one of those shows that has an ending, like without spoilers, just like that has an ending that legitimately feels like satisfying. I know majority of the spoilers are the good place. I haven't finished it yet, so but don't I'm say be, anything. I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. It's it's legitimately one of the best show like send offs I've seen in a while. For and sure, that's the one thing because I, I hate saying. endings for like everything. No matter what, I'm always like, "But what about this loose thread?" Which I always try to not be that person because, like, obviously they're not gonna be able to get everything right. That's why I've but been, I, I think they did a fabulous job. That's why I've been hesitant. It was so good. That's why I've been hesitant to finish Brooklyn Nine Nine because I know I'm close to the end, but I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to get to the end. I still haven't finished it. So I intentionally yeah. went back to season one. <laughs> You're like, what if we just don't and go back to the beginning? Yeah, you know, like Steel Ball Run. Let me relive um, Peralta and and. Uh, Diaz's um, budding relationship. Let me just start from the beginning. Like, let's see that. Back when they quote unquote hated each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Title of their sex tape. Ha! <laughs> um, Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. Some days. I'll just sit. Mm-hmm. I wish I was a kid again. Yeah. Um, I did start replaying Death Space and then I rage quit. (laughs) Which part made you rage quit? And here's the thing I'm not, when it comes to horror games, I don't get jump scared like people normally you see people do or just like get freaked the fuck out. I hate stupid mechanics in games. Like, I would never go back to Resident Evil because, all right, you stop and shoot. Stop stop and and shoot. shoot. And the fucking inventory, like inventory management, I'll give it that one thing because it's teaching you how to prioritize your shit. Yeah, but that stop and shoot shit pisses me off. Like, uh, what is it? It isn't until like what five or six that they let you move and shoot. I wouldn't know because I haven't played it. But um, um, Dead Space. No, five was still stop and shoot, and then I didn't play a lot of six. So I actually don't even remember. Because it was the last one before they redid the series. Okay, so then I think it was six. Because my brother even asked, he's like, 
Because one, I'm I'm not afraid of the regeneration monster. It's like that muscle memory where you go back to a game and you know it verbatim. So like, I when I got back into Dead Space, I was like, oh, I remember where this audio file is at. I know where this um health pack at. Like all the extra shit you can get. Like nice. I had like forty five thousand, and I was only in chapter fucking two. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I talked about Dead Space two at work today. Yeah. I don't even remember how we got on the conversation, but I think some one of my coworkers started talking about like. LASIK eye surgery. Oh. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, no, like, eyes, I have a thing with eyes, like, just the whole idea of, like, a laser being shot in my eyes. Also, if they still, like, cut open, like, that top part of your yeah. cornea or whatever the fuck it is, yeah. Um, to then shoot the laser in your eye, like, I'm not that, mm-mm. Not for me. And then I explained that scene in dead space 2 and like my two co-workers were like i have no idea what you're talking about and i'm like it's fine i don't think anyone else here plays games it's cool i'm just gonna go it's cool it's cool it's fine it's, cool, not, it's, fine. it's not worth explaining i'll go to i'll go to hr the most like, traumatizing scene if you fuck up <laughs> i will go to hr i was like i don't want to work here no more like nobody don't play <laughs> video games here sorry <laughs> Can't talk to anybody. Nobody understands me. I'm in the island of my own emotions. God damn it. But um, <sighs> it was chapter eight would made me rage quit. If you're playing on Xbox, you know it. If you're playing on PlayStation, you fucking fine. Because the controls is better. So apparently for some fucking reason, they didn't really fucking optimize. I don't know why, how you cannot. I didn't, I didn't even mind it until like chapter eight. It's the gigantuan necromorph that's on the fucking Ishimura, and you have to use the turret to shoot said fucking giant necromorph. But here's the thing. The necromorph is moving fast as fuck in space, <laughs> while the turret is moving slow as fuck. Now, I don't want to... I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not. But if we want to use fucking logic, if the turret and if the Ishimura engine is not really working that well and the fucking necromorph is in space then i think scientifically speaking that fucking alien should be moving as slow as fuck it's not on if it's not and it's not even at the end of the fucking game where you find that giant sized planet sized necromorph that had actually finally have isaac saying fuck yeah no, it's not that. It's just that one shit that keeps killing you over and over and over and over. And it's like... Oh, yeah. That reminds me. Fuck this shit. Did you get to the flood level in Halo 1? I haven't even started Halo. Because you know why? Ugh. Every time I start at Halo, there's a new fucking update. These games are how old by this point? Why is there a new update for Halo? Because they, it's like the Master Chief Collection, so they update the so Isn't it remastered one? Yeah, the, the Master Chief Collection. Why is there an update? Mm. It's mostly for multiplayer stuff. I'm not trying to... They could have just separated it. Mm. Like they did with Titanfall 2. It, yeah, but it'd be really difficult to separate multiplayer for like five different games. Uh so I, I'm done with Dead Space. I was almost done until I got to that part. I breezed through everything until I got to Chapter Eight. <laughs> no, not even those Necromorph children fucked me up. No, it was that god. 
damn turret section. I hope the remake on the PS5 cuts that content. Your salt makes me want to play Elden Ring tonight. Go play <laughs> Elden Ring. I, I don't care. I'm not going to say fuck that game because I never played it. Fuck that game. <laughs> Once you play it, you're definitely going to be the person that's like, fuck that game. No, I'm already like, any roguelike games, I don't fuck with. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You like, will definitely... You, if, you had, if you had fuck this game energy with Fallen Order... But I passed it. Yeah, but you still had fuck this game energy. Because I used that anger, that rage... To pass through the fucking game. And guess so you what? Played it like a I, Sith. Yes, I played it like a fucking Sith. I made Cal Kess's lightsabers all fucking red. I made mine pink, and that was very funny while fighting Darth Vader. I was like, fuck this game. Fuck Darth Vader. Fuck the fucking Night Sisters. Especially that one on Kashyyyk. Fuck Kashyyyk in general. You always bring up the Ninth Sister. Every time it's the ninth sister. How many fucking times do I have to fight this woman? Bro, let me correct. Let me correct damn. myself. It, <laughs> that is not a woman. That is a fucking Star Wars level Goliath. Dressed like a fucking Sith Lord with a helmet. The Inquisitors. Like, how many times do I have to. Like, by this point, it's masochism, all right? Like, seriously. How many times so do you have, have to have? No, literally, you have to have like a little bit of masochistic tendencies to play these games. I think, at least. Like, yeah. what broke me as a child was Battletoads and the first Turtles game. Yo, yeah. That should let you know. I don't fuck with roll game, roll like games. Games would be it. Games would be it. If I did, you play, did you play Dishonored at all? No. My God, it's so good. Good. Good for you, Matt Neen. Sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. I can't play stuff. It's literally how Maxon fights in D and D. Yeah, which is so funny because you always play your rogue characters. But here's the thing, though. I... You're like, I'm a rogue that has bells and whistles attached to me, so I can't fucking sneak anywhere, bitches. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I can control my actions and. D and D, that's true. In games like Dishonored, Deus Ex, I do anything, one little fucking thing, the whole level's fucked. I know. You're like, yo, I came to play this game to relax, not be judged. Like Deus Ex, I legit did try, and me being a heady podcast on this, I did try to go through Deus Ex. Stealth. I only played the original one. I didn't play the newer one. Until I get to a specific level, and then the fuck this shit kicked in, and I just started murking people on every fucking level from then on. Yo, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, fuck the special ending. I don't know what I did. I got the good ending where he lived at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I just murked everyone. Like, you see, everybody, everybody in this area dead. You drop. You fall <laughs> like my brother was like he played it and passed it stealth and he got some special ass and he was like i don't care <laughs> i don't care fuck this game i'm never playing it again and when the new one came out what three years ago nope 
I'm trying to think. What was the last game that made me be like, fuck this game, I'm never playing it again? I don't legitimately know. The only one that sticks out in my mind is Time Shift, but everybody felt like that about Time Shift. What is Time Shift? Because I don't know that one. It, it, I don't know how to explain it other than it was an Xbox 360 game that came out that was supposed to be like, quote-unquote, like the next portal, but with like combat shooting and stuff. And um, it kind of worked. It ha- was really buggy, weird story, not fun to play, really boring game. Uh, let's say it this way. I bought it new at GameStop. And the next day, I went to return it because I was like, fuck this game, it's dumb. And uh, they only offered me 12 cents return. Oh. Damn. After having bought it from the same GameStop the day before. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. That's the type of shit you want to burn a place down. Yeah. Like, um, yo, this game is so shitty, it's not even worth the plastic it came in. Like, like 12 cents? I'd be like, alright, just take the game back and just chuck that motherfucker. No, I took the 12 cents. I'd rather take that. Oh my god. <laughs> you better you better than me, man. Yo, it's... I remember chucking Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Because they wouldn't give me my money back. And I was like, I chucked it. My brother was like, yo! I was like, I paid the $60. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Cap- You're like, I copy. This is why I want physical copies. To be able to chuck them off no, the here's brief. the thing, though. They literally, six months later, came out with the Ultimate Edition for $30. Instead of just releasing it as a DLC. No, let's release it as a whole new disc. And just put Plaster Ultimate on the fucking thing. I just I just wanted to grab a random game to see like okay what is the random game that I have off the side of my shelf right now, um, OG Star Wars Battlefront Xbox. Wow. Like this was the game that taught me about memory in consoles. Because I was young and dumb, and I remember like I rented this game from Blockbuster, like for like a day or so with my friends, and I played it on my Xbox. And then we had to return it, and then like a week later, I bought the game, and because I was young and dumb and didn't know how things work, um, I put the game in, and all my save files are there, and I'm like, what? And I was like, how is it possible that I got the same disc? Because at that point, all the all the games that I had <laughs> were cartridges, so they fucking like, save on the cartridge. And then I was like, yo, how did I get the same disc? And then my buddy was like, no, Christian, it's because the game saves in your in your console now. It's like, yo, what? Like, we're in the fucking future, man. I was like, wait, I don't have a memory card. And he's like, this one doesn't need one. I was like, <gasps> where we're going, we don't need roads. We don't need memory. We don't need dual shock memory. And I remember when memory cards was a thing. I was like, Yo, you remember the the plastic slots that were built into the game cases for memory cards? Yep. <laughs> I think we still have one memory card. No, two. Because that memory card has the modded save file of one Legend of the Dragoon. Nice. I have a, I have a PS2 here somewhere that I bought hacked. That has a chip in it that lets me play um, burned CDs on it. 
so I have like a large collection of like of like uh burned PS2 games somewhere in here. Speaking of Legend of the Dragon, yo, Sony, give up the fucking rights to Legend of the Dragon to someone who can actually remake the fucking game or at least port it. I'm gonna fucking play it again, man. Yo, you know what? Damn, what's a what's a game you guys remember playing that like you wish you could play again now with better graphics? I just said it. No, I mean I know you just said it, and I'm asking the rest of the people. I didn't play games as a kid, and the only one I remembered as a kid, I verbalized to William. I was like, "Man, I remember this game. I never got to finish as a kid." And he was like, oh, they remade that, and it ended up being the Spyro Trilogy, and I did absolutely play the fuck out of that and finish all of them and 100% it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spyro was that for me. Oh my god, Crash Bandicoot was that for me, too. Mm, I skipped those. Now, Crash Team, Crash Team Racing. There we go. Yo, like... But what about Yoshi's Island for N sixty four? Um, the only game I ever played on sixty four was um, F Zero, Smash Brothers, and Mario Party. Never played yeah. none of the Mario games. Actually, yes, you know which one would be great if they like did a quality remake to it. Like, mm. um, fuck, what was that one? God damn it, why am I blinking on the name of it? But it had, like, that sanity meter. Um, you're, like, stuck in the house and you have to, like, try and escape. But it's, like, slowly driving you insane. And so, like, your health was, like, the sanity meter. Yeah! Um, oh, my God! Luigi oh, my Mansion? God! It's, it, it was, like, a... Uh, oh, my God, it's a... Uh, What's the song with the D? Right? Fuck. Yeah. Um, fuck. The hell was it called? There's like a little mouse that otherwise just dies in the room, right? Hold on. Um Daily Premonition? No. I'm so happy I don't have any clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel so blessed yeah. <laughs> that this is not ringing any bells. <laughs> um I actually have a gaming confession. I haven't played a Super Mario game since 1988. I haven't played none of the SNES ones, none of the N64 ones, none of the Wii or Yo. Switch. You bring up Colonel Darkness. That's it. Oh, that's right. I do. I I played that one once. <laughs> yeah, that shit fucking scared me when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. Still yeah. don't know what that one is. <sighs> You know, okay, okay. Here's a here's a here's a random question then, right? Kind of the same vein. Um, what is a like non-popular arcade game that you guys actually remember liking and playing? Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, when I think about it, I think about things like Mappy. Anybody remember Mappy? Hell. Mm-mm. It was like around the same days of like Galaga and stuff. That's what I'm thinking arcade. So like 80s. But it was like a little it was like a little um uh <clears throat> arcade game where you had like a little mouse and multiple levels in a house. And it was kind of similar to like Donkey Kong Jr where you'd be going up and down and trying to collect things. 
but the whole time you're also there there's just trampolines on either level it was it was just like a, a, a weird arcade game that i very much remember playing a lot but nowhere outside of an arcade still drawing a blank bro yeah fair enough only arcade games i remember in the 80s miss pac-man galaga like you just said um i think donkey kong street fighter and mortal kombat yo did you I mean know i you... really liked what was the it was like bubble was it bubble ball super ball like where you had oh, to like yeah match up the balls yeah. like shoot yeah like that one was a lot of fun yeah but i think i have that one for my um game boy color yeah and I mean, it's like not unknown, but yeah, that fucking X Men game. Oh fuck yes! Good. Took so much of my my money. The Simpsons game. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons arcade game. Actually, yeah, X Men, the Simpsons arcade game, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time arcade game were the three. Those are great, man. Yo, like in in that same style of game. Did you did you ever play the Michael Jackson video game? I was, oh, I was there. there I there's there. a there's a place in LA called um, Button Mash. Button Mash, yeah, and they have it there. And I went and beat the whole game there. It's it's literally a 1980s arcade game for up to three people, where it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up where Moonwalker. you're playing Jackson, Moonwalker, Michael Jackson, Moonwalker, exactly. Yeah. Wow. And it's like you're fucking like the the whole game, you're like moonwalking and fighting people and at the end of the levels you're saving children. I'm not, like, I need to I'm, know how much Michael Jackson made off of that. I'm not even touching that one. Um <laughs> I had on Sega, that's all I'll say. Like he would charge up a move. And he would charge up like a moonwalk and spin and then let out like a large beam of energy. Oh <laughs> my god. How are you missing that, Benny? That's in our era, man. <laughs> How you miss that? Did you block out most of the Ooh, actually yeah, I did block out most of the eighties and Benny, it exists and it's fucking hilarious to play. Oh my god. And- I didn't really go to the big arcades. Like I only really got to play what was it like the pizza places I went to, which was a tiny room of like max four or five arcade machines. So No, I'm saying it was also I wouldn't have any of the obscure shit. This was on there there was a man, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh I think it's the the muse it's either the Pacific Pinball Museum or the Museum of Pinball. I think it's Museum of Pinball. Um, there's a... Yeah, I think it's Museum of Pinball. There's oh. a place in... Um, like, uh, a little bit farther north of where Desi and I are. Where I went to... I went to go visit a place called, I think, Museum of Pinball with my uncle. And it's only open, like, a couple times a year. But it's, like, this private collector dude that over the years has, like found and restored uh classic pinball machines and arcade games and i swear to god i have never seen a warehouse literally multi like he he got so many of these things he rented out half of the entire like self-storage and they ended up just converting it for him 
and like the the entire place like when it opens up you pay i think it was only like 15 dollars for a day ticket and all the machines are rigged up to just be constantly like free game every single machine and it's like a, a, a there's thousands of pinball machines and thousands of arcade games from like the 80s and 90s all restored all working and you just pay 15 bucks for the day and you're there all day that sounds so cool that does sound really good it was a lot of fun i gotta look it up again to like go but it's one of like the coolest things i've ever seen holy also if anyone listened to last week's episode there was a lot of heavy editing for the first <laughs> time in forever okay. i just thought about it um yeah, Discord was fucky wucky. So when you was laughing about your uh, uh, Big Lebowski moment in your personal life question, you was replying to me, but it sounds like you talking to dead air. Damn. Oh, no. um, there's a section where Ray was ha- had a long pause between sentences. And I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> It's you. Oh no. I was like, like why? Which is so funny because wasn't that? Weren't we like? Are you sure you're good? Yeah, yeah. it was that. Ep- and it, and here's mm-hmm. the, my audio came back as soon as he was like, "Are you good?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." So I had to, I had to cut that chunk out, but I did keep the party when I said, "Ah, I just edit it." Because the conversation still flowed when I just still said, "I'll edit." Yeah. So I was like. So we went from being two hours to just straight down to like I cut like at least six months, six minutes off of it, off all the editing. Oof. So that's like, more minutes than we've cut off of like all of the episodes combined so far. I think. No, yeah, there was one big chunk that had to get cut on my end. Um, when we was still doing GCR, oh, yeah. and then one for uh, Night Owl for KDHR. Mm-hmm. That one I'm still mad about. Yeah. Because, oh my god, that was a good playlist. I think it was the one where we wait, we was doing 80s New Wave. Yeah, that's the one they cut, huh? No, that's the one I had to edit heavily because we started out... Let me phrase it. We kicked it off awesome. We, we, we kicked it off with some arithmetics, some The Cure... And then the second half was a little bit 80s punk. Like, transitioning from the new wave into punk. Yeah. And then the fucking Discord wanted to shit on us. Discord went, fuck you. And then we had to re-record that last half hour, and you can just hear it in our voices. Yep. Like. Hey, done. what's up, everybody? And I was like, we're back. Um, you know what, fuck it. We're going to end the show here. Here's our final seven songs. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't our best show, but, you know, we managed. Still, it's just like, oh, my God. <sighs> now, I have a logistical question for you in terms of Dean. I'm going to be very, very logistical because here's the thing. For almost two and a half years, I've been constantly stuck at level, at my armor class at level 11. Oh, we're into D and D now. Okay. I'm just just because this is a logistical logistical question. Ever since I got so when I hit level seventeen, 
for my armor class, and now I'm at 19 for my armor class. Yeah. If, because I only can be attuned to three items. Right. There is going to be a point, I know full well, I'm going to get a weapon, I'm like, oh shit, this is better than this fucking coat. Do I technically lose the armor class if I de-attune the uh, the dark mantle to attune the weapon? Yes. What the fuck? Ah! That's the trade-off. Okay. Okay. That's the whole point of the trade-off. Because you know why I was thinking, you know, and that was the reason why I got that tattoo of, uh, of major protection. Because I knew, because I knew at some point I might have to lose the jacket. I have yeah, to. And your armor class will go down to a seventeen, which is actually really fucking good for a rogue because most rogues don't fucking get that. But either way, the things I'm gonna throw at you are worth it. So, uh, all right, I'm gonna enjoy being at nineteen armor class nineteen. I'm gonna enjoy it. For the moment. Dude, there are some clerics that are barely around 19. I know, but still, we kept... It was like the longest fucking two, damn near three-year joke. Like, why are you still at armor class 11, 12, and the okay. majority of the fights you've been in, somehow you survived? See, the funny thing, the funny thing is, it wasn't for a long time that we realized that you didn't equip your armor. That's Because you were never supposed to be at an 11... I constantly thought you were at like a fourteen. You are really playing this like an RPG. Yeah, like you're like you're really saying it like you didn't forget to but wear your armor. But here's the thing, though: when we put the armor on him, it only boosted by one. Because you didn't attune to it or equip it; it was just in your inventory. Still, what do you mean? Still, it was that's a how you it was shitty armor that could affect my attributes. I I put my attributes over my armor class. Okay? And I can successfully say I am so far. Well, me, Laria, and Mouse are the only three who has not had to do any death saving throws. Sorry. Hey, sorry, Mikey. We, sorry, yeah, Mikey. We have to throw you under the bus, bro. You not fucking hurt, man. Sure, you died once, but even then, it was from heart attack. That was that was a story. That was a story beat we, we wrote. Exactly. That's why I don't count it. That like, is not counted. That. But I'm talking about actual death saving throws I never had to do once in these three years. And I'm happy about that. You oh, gotta yeah. stop jinxing yourself like that, my man. You're making me, making me nervous. I'm... F- it's like you're running out to the storm and being like, haha, fuck you, Thunder. You've never shocked me. Here's the thing. This is holding this, this, like two pieces of like silverware in like, your hands. This is my, me out a little. Here's my logic. Like, fuck you, inclement weather. Here are my I don't care about your logic. Here's this world doesn't run on logic, it runs on the whims of one Christian Ventura. True. But here's, <laughs> but here's, my, here's my logic. Okay. I'm already having bad luck. Okay. All right. So when I get into I, when I get into Dean, having bad luck, we have constantly been doing good. What? Can I finish? I got no. no. Not at all. No. Actually, no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep on talking over everybody. Actually, okay. I thought I was. Actually, Benny, what was it you were saying? I'm so sorry. I think um actually Desi was interrupting Benny. I'm pretty sure is what just you happened. Bet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
trying to save bad luck with, I'm sorry, uh, how many fucking nat 20s you rolling all the time, motherfucker? Like, I'm saying not, not in game, not in game, bitch. out of game, Mm-mm. out of game. Mm-mm. When I'm in, we're playing DD, I feel mm-hmm. everything that's going on in my world, in my personal life, is shit. But when I come into mm-hmm. DD, it's like I'm in a casino and I'm red hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Viewers, that is that is the sound of backpedaling right there. I'm not backpedaling. All right, that is not backpedaling. That is, I know my luck, and I know (laughs) at some point. I think you tend to retroactively think because Christian narrates such cool stuff. You're like, oh, that cool stuff happened because I'm so good at D and D. It's like, I think you retroactively don't actually remember the numbers you're rolling, and you just remember like the story of what happened. I, and I'm sorry to break it to you, that has a lot more to do with the narration than it does the dialogue. That is, you know, I'm not going to dispute that, but I like to just have one thing. Just, just let me have this, please. I love I'm, you, Des. I love you, Des. <laughs> I love Max. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm legit having fun. All right. I'm, I'm having fun. I, I legitimately, if it really is like the feeling of like you walk into a casino and you're fucking hot, then by all means, then the game is doing what it's supposed to make you feel good playing it. I am feeling good playing it. The dopamine rush. Yeah, it is. The, it is that dopamine rush because we started learning like that ending to last session. That's some um, goosebumps. I don't remember goosebumps. All of us. I'm just gonna pull from Ghostbusters, where that fucking slime monster tried to get Dana and Oscar from the um, that you know what? Out of the RoboCop Murphy death scene and that Ghostbusters two scene fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> so. You doing that to Heimblock, bruh? <laughs> Yo, Heimblock's still fine. It's gonna take us a day and a half to get to him. <laughs> we just established David has teleportation and uh, Kalash, but they don't. But they're not attuned. They, they haven't made a teleportation uh, teleportation circle. No, tele- and- no, no, no. Kalash has teleportation circle. Yeah. Deva, Deva has, has teleportation, but hasn't Deva? Deva doesn't. Here's for a, today, so yeah, so they have to do like a long rest, or actually, they're a sun elf, so probably just a short rest, a trance, and then they get their spells back. And that's not even considering that because they're fucking a crazy high level wizard. They might have some bullshit up their sleeve, like arcane recovery or something. Depending on what level spell teleportation is. Um, yeah, because I was wondering the logistical things of like teleportation. Because doesn't the person have to be there, or they have to be like give a general knowledge of what the place is to teleport? There? Yeah, and yeah, but she's been to that tower be... with y'all, hasn't she? No. Yeah, she would a hundred percent be able to like teleport back into her own tent, especially if it's still been there. No, I'm talking about the destination to said place. I'm talking about like since David never been to the tower, they wouldn't have that knowledge of where the tower. Yeah, but wasn't like oh, her right. tent like right outside the tower or something, or like no, not her, that far? No, no, no. Like he's right. He's right in this case. The, her tent like, was uh, out, her t- her tent was outside of the town Fandalin. of Fandalin. Yeah, oh. Fandalin's tower are two different places. How far is the range for uh, Dimension Door? Uh, Five hundred feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why Dimension Door is a fourth level spell, while teleportation, like just straight up teleportation, is seventh. Makes sense. 
Because I was thinking logistically, I was like, yeah, no. I think teleportation. We could find a way. We could absolutely find a way. Yeah, no. I need to start remembering a lot there of There are ways to do it. Different skills and shit. And besides, even if it's not like cutting it down to instantaneous with a teleportation spell, she knows places that are closer than a day and a half. It... Yeah. And besides, a day and a half would be maximum time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, how is no less idea. used to whoever the fuck took him dead then. You also are assuming that the events of what happened to Heimblock or are happening to Heimblock are concurrently exactly the same time as what the party is experiencing. Oh, you bastard. And you not a bastard. artistic not a artistic time cut. Oh, oh you sneaky bastard. Okay. Is the day and a half how much it would take for the ship to get down there? Yeah. And yeah. fortunately and uh, just think about it this way. It's a day and a half for the ship to get there, and a crow flew to you. From the tower. I'm... Okay, okay, Because okay. I remember we was talking, when you started... When I leveled up, and I was like, I could pick a, a vehicle, and I was like, eh, we, we technically Max is from a shipping town, let's make him... Like, he was grew up to learn how to pilot ships. That's where the idea kicked in for you, because I know you said you always had this in the cards, but it was like, good. I remember that smirk on your face when we started talking about it. And then... Um, smirk. What smirk? And then when you showed me the map of where Neverwinter, in terms of where the tower was, I was like, oh, that's a day, that's a day, that's a day trip. Yeah. That's literally like, if we leave, then we left Neverwinter at 4 p.m., so you'd be getting there by like early morning next day. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking like, oh, it's not gonna take a day and a half. But I remember the coral reefs and the ship graveyard that is surrounding the tower and the entrance to the inner sanctum, which means it's gonna take a little bit more extra time because they have to round that, then get into the secret base. Yep. But my hypothesis for the monster, like what it could be. It could either be a slime monster that we have fought before, or one of those jelly monsters that um, we. It was new for me because I was like, I never fought of. No ogre jelly. Yeah, those ogre jellies. It could also be the motherfucking blob. Oh, the blob. I love where your guys' heads are at. Which is paranoid. You like that we're paranoid. You enjoy no, this. I like your shit eating <laughs> grin. <laughs> Bastard. I'm thinking like, okay, like it's just this like is how I have fun as a DM. Let me have my thing. I'm also thinking, could this be revenge? You're allowed to have your fun. You just don't get to also pretend like, oh, you know, I'm just in it to like put smiles on my players' faces. I'm just a it's like guy. no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm little just, hands. You know, I'm just I know like they're fairy godmother. I just make their wishes come true. It's like no, it is enjoyable to torture my players, and I do do it on purpose, and I do look forward to it. You sociopath. Not actually. I love it I so much. Wait, wait. I give you a, I give you a smooch on the forehead. I love it very much. And I am putting this out as the A D I do not know what this creature is. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> I, I, I get it. Cause I cause my thinking is could it... I don't I don't know, but I think it would be really fucking hysterical if it's just a like overly friendly like octopus that's just like be my friend. Hey guys, I wouldn't put guys. it past that either. 
because we have an over, overtly friendly giant-sized crab that we had. To, I literally had to send a letter to Heimblock. Don't kill nor eat it. Hey, what's up, guys? There he is, Herbert. Was it? Was it Stephen? Was it Herbert? What kind of crab? Like a hermit crab, like a very large hermit crab, or like a crab crab? Like a giant king crab. It was Herbert, though, right? I forgot. Yeah, it was Herbert. Herbert, yep, there he is. Herbert. There has to be a lot of shit in the accent. Because yeah. there's a lot of bubbles underneath when we're talking. Yeah, and we have to tell him, like, can you talk normal so we can actually understand you? That's pretty... I I can't believe you committed a microaggression against that crab. That's so fucking rude. I call it character! <laughs> Um, like, I can't believe you told that crab to stop speaking with an accent because it was no, too difficult. I told. To I, I audibly was like, "Oh, you were talking about Desi saying that, yeah. not me making him have that accent." I oh. bro- no, I broke. Character. I was talking about Desi committing a microaggression to yeah. the crab by being like, "Can you talk more normal?" Yeah, I That's broke character. I, I broke character. And I was like, "This is not Max and talking. This is Desi talking." Like, "Yo, okay. oh, okay, then that's fine." Yeah, yeah. I literally like, yeah, okay. no, he didn't break character. He I said did. That no, I no. Broke actually, in character, he said, "Hey, crab, you worthless piece of shit." I, Why don't you? I remember specifically. <laughs> speak I remember at the start of campaign two, it wasn't a you speak Antivan perfectly, or go back to the ocean. Because I was like, this he was is- pract- He was practicing his massive aggression there instead of his <laughs> passive like when we first met herbert we could understand i can understand christian i was like oh okay and then start a campaign too he pulls that and i'm like he's really I was, the first thing in my head he's really going in on these voices okay cool yeah but then it got to the point i was like all right, bruh, I don't, I can't understand. I literally was like, bruh, I can't yeah, understand the you. The whole point, the whole point is just because he can talk doesn't mean he can talk well. But here's the thing, though. We, I And here's the thing. Remember in the middle of campaign one, we met Falcon. Yeah. And I was having internet trouble. And yeah. I misconstrued what Falcon, you said, and I came at you super angry and you had like des are you okay i was like no this motherfucker i literally broke and you like you literally have to stop like des are you good all right let's take a break yeah i remember that i remember that <laughs> like there was a point okay but here, here's the thing right there was a point where des like as a player was like no what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about like he's coming at me for this reason and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like yo 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 what do you think he told you and I honestly don't even remember what it was. I, but he, I, th- I think it's like something that I th- misconstrued him saying he was going to chop my head, wife's head off. And I was like, I wish you would, motherfucker. I would chop you. Everybody was like, it went from Max to like, Dez, Dez, Dez. <laughs> Calm down. I was, like, I was already. Yeah, I, was already I think <laughs> what I said was like, like, we have to chop their heads off or something like that. I was like, the internet was fucking with me the day. I was already irritable. <laughs> my jaw was hurting. We yeah, was, and Dez oh. heard, I'm gonna chop your head off, and was like, yo, motherfucker! <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think that was the day I was like, I think I should've just took a day off. <laughs> yeah. Because the universe was just <laughs> fucking with me that day. I See, here we are literally laughing about it now, though. Yeah. I was like, yeah. 
Yep. Now we're just like, we better, like, I think we're now, but like, like Yo. me catching things that I'm doing and I have to be like, oh wait, I got to stop doing this and apologize when we're out of game. Like, Benny, you remember when we made an entire side mission just because they wouldn't remember like a character's name? Yep. Yep. Like, honest to it God, was... that, the whole reason you guys <sighs> went through the whole Afia thing was because you refused to learn the name of the dagger. <laughs> and straight up, we're like, how do we fuck with them? And we're like, okay, let's make another character with a similar okay. name. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Fuck the wild goose chase, bitches. I mean, it ended up working out in the end. You found Alaria and Mouse because of it. So we still made it narrative. But it was that thing of like, all right, we're going to do this because like, legitimately, it's because you guys refused to learn the name. Yeah, I remember. It was so funny too because I remember Olf kept saying it, and finally, like in our little like yeah, tiny Ulf... little chat, and yeah, he literally messaged us and he's like, "Isn't the dagger's name Athea?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." No, it's Athea. Yeah, and Athea, and he literally just chose to keep quiet. He did, yeah. And I think he finally revealed it, and I think, I think he did reveal it, and I and that was the logistical. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Max is gonna Max is gonna double double down on being a dick right here. I legitimately miss uh, Jack as a player, man. He was great. Jack did some cool shit. Uh, old team Ram. Oh, that's what I was. Thank you for reminding me. I think what team Ram old team Ramrod did in that tower. I figured yeah. it was like it's revenge. Like whoever's in the tower. This belongs to this person. Whoever's in it, we're gonna kill them. Like the hauntings of Team Like, but they Team Ramrod was told to investigate why ships are being crash are crashing at that tower. Yeah, and you guys and, fixed it, and we fixed it. So I'm like, why you know? Like we helped a fucking city, a budgeting city, and a, all that old like. And this is what I kicked in my head when I started thinking about that. I forgot about that old lady who can make potions at the end of the fucking road. Potions. I was, potions. I literally was like, after we save Heimblad, we can just literally just walk down the fucking road and be like, um, hi, we need some potions. <laughs> we got gold now. Yo, that's right. You're not too far from, uh, yeah, that's right from where it all started. Mm-hmm. Like from the tower, you're not that far from the potion vendor yeah, like, that was like the a... first time that you guys act. That was the first session. Yep. You guys went to go check out the 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 um the old lady. The fucking what what were they called? Manticores. Manticores. Thank you. You guys went to go check out the Manticore thing, and that snowballed into harpies. Yep. That snowballed into harpies, and that snowballed into uh, the appearance mimics, of cry. That snowballed into more and more and more and more. And yeah, yo, that mimic fight was so interesting. I'm so mad it, I wasn't there for that. It well, when I say interesting, I mean like mechanically, because that fight taught me a lot about how to run the combat for you guys. Yeah, that I think that's the only one I was actually. Like you can't, you get sick. You really, it's not really yeah. your fault. But 
that was the one as i was looking forward to i was like oh we got a boss that can shapeshift and shit like I, oh i can't wait to fight this and then i get sick to the point where i can't literally play oh trust me it's not going to be the only boss you fight that shapeshifts but it's 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 been just think of it this way I don't want to make you guys constantly paranoid. I don't. But it has been a while since you've seen a mimic. But here's the thing, though. I hate the fact that I have to RP that I fought one, knowing full well I didn't really fight one. Well, if it helps, if it helps, the mimic you fought was a weird one. Okay. And it wasn't acting like any mimic that you would have uh, heard of classically. Okay. It was mutated and it was weird. Okay, because I do have like have plans for like how to like how you can tell a different one person from the other. Like if the old crew was there and we did fight that mimic, and they'd be like, if it was V here, we'd be like, oh, you fucked a rock. Legends say, or what is it? The the whispers of the wind say, uh, Vahia once fucked a rock. <laughs> Be like, all right, Maxine, if you really, what did you do that that we all know that you was fucked up? I ringed the fridge of the town mayor. Duh. I mean, that brings like like a whole new new side to the term stoning. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I every time anyone got flippant with Maxine, he just can't. I came back with just like, oh, you don't want to talk. I had one for all. I had one for the year. I even had one for Zyder. I didn't pick on Zyder too much until I learned about his anxieties, not wanting to rock around as a dragonborn. Like, if Mikey was still here playing as Zyder, I would have went full in like, you need to embrace your fucking dragonbornness, man. You a dragonborn wizard, motherfucker, who can actually shoot fire. But no. Mikey's gone. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey was Mikey was a good player, too. Mikey, Mikey chose a very hard class especially for his first class mm-hmm. however like when he did engage he was he was fucking great at it oh yeah and now he has a fucking well it's covered now but his handprint will for always be on maxon's back you know watch one day zyder fly in on cryovane like having fully like tamed him and shit my god but can you do it like the never-ending story oh, yeah god. that's what i'm thinking <laughs> oh god <laughs> I was thinking Falcor style. Yes. <laughs> One, it would be cool to have a dragon on our side who is not pissed off at us. Peace. Thank you. Yo, but think about it this way: if I, if you, if I ever let you guys have a dragon on your side, you're about to fight something that requires you to have a dragon on your side. And I also thought about that. It's like <laughs> when you have one thought and it snows ball into something bigger is like it's the cause and effect oh we got this awesome shit oh fuck what we got coming around the corner yeah it's like did you notice that your ship is great and awesome however literally the first ship you fought technically even though you didn't fight the ship it was already larger than you guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure atlan's ship is going to be bigger you know what? You know what's worse than rolling up on a ship in the ocean, open ocean? Rolling up on a ship and seeing a fleet. Didn't that totally change? An armada, because straight up, you'd die in an armada. I wouldn't throw an armada at you, but a fleet. 
then that changes our plans, Oz. Nobody expects the entity of an armada. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I hate you bastards. You're gonna murder us. I know this is I know this is I know this is semi spoilers, but I'm I'm gonna say it so that way you guys don't like over prepare for something that's not like crazy. There is a fleet. However, at the moment, if you guys are speedy, they are trying to meet up with the fleet. The fleet is somewhere else. It is not in and it is not al along the Neverwinter shore. Which means theoretically there would be a period of time that the ship would not be guarded. So which means Adlin is Adlin is actively trying to leave like while we're doing this side quest essentially. Uh, he's trying to, but you know that there's still more time. Yeah, so like we have to find some ways to like keep Atlan in town. Either cause like but it has to be we have to be so careful because like if we were gonna cause mischief for him to stay in town, it has to be like the exact right amount so that he doesn't like rush plans instead of like staying and it ugh, this is gonna be terrible. I have a Maxon ass plan that's on the level of ring defenestrating a town mayor out of the fucking window and that sounds terrible. And causing See, this is why I love playing characters that don't think. <laughs> oh no, I here's the thing though. I Ungus, no need think. I thought about Ungus, that. Ungus Ungus good soldier. Ungus follow order. This, Not good captain. But here's the thing though, it will piss off Alaria because Alaria specifically told she wasn't looking Alaria wasn't looking at Mouse or anyone else. They looked dead ass at Maxim's like, do not cause any trouble in Neverwinter. Oh no. And I Dora was not even here when you made that promise. You could circumvent that. So I dead ass was like, yeah, I won't cause a problem. But I know how I ridden Max. My wife is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I like the energy you bring in for Dora, and I'm like, by this point, Max and Dora's like, yeah, 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 we won't do that. And then go off in the cut. What plan you got? What plan you got? This is yeah. We're with John Rock. We, 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 we literally, them when it comes to like bombastic, crazy ass plans. The plan I originally had. Was to burn down, find every fellowship where I got hit by Alexin. and mm. blow up every fucking warehouse. That will not only make him stay to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" But it will, it will cause. I don't a endorse this plan. I do not endorse. I this love plan. the idea of Maxin finding a narrative reason to become the Unibomber. <laughs> or... Like yo. What if we blow? In the immortal words of Tony Stark, like could you have a great plan? The chaos, the city would go under of being like bombings in the industrial district. Like, yo, do you know how many bombs you'd have to do? Like, yeah. it's possible. It is possible. But like, but that's that that's like, less that's mischief, and that's terrorism. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like, that's less mischief and more terrorism. I already committed a terrorist act on fucking up the town mayor of Fandolin. Okay, but do you want to continue that trend? Or was that a low point for you? Because there is a correct answer. I'm keeping this long pause in the podcast. I am not editing this part. 
You gotta really play this new character you got in mind, uh, so you can. It looks like Max only have someone keep him under check. Dora's <laughs> <laughs> not around. <laughs> yeah, well, I, Dora and Max are gonna run away into the sunset together to go rescue their daughter. I guess that is true. So, so Max is gonna leave soon. But uh, all right, the other idea I had. Okay, that was. What if we infiltrate his mansion? Like attack him attack his where he feels is the most safe his home i think we should just like make really good forgeries like do some whispers in just the right places and then poison you know just that... so you know just just think about one one thing here atlin felistish no i don't want to think is a arms dealer yeah, so like he might die for many other reasons and we could just frame it on somebody else. We figure out who he's selling the arms to. Uh, all I'm saying is I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to Desi. He he is he is a arms dealer, commercialist, like like secret politician. Do you think he's <laughs> not trying to protect his home? But that's not the point. It's not that we think he's going to be unarmed and unawares with his fucking ass out somewhere. That's not what we're talking about, dingus. Quit poking with holes in all their plants. It's... God. It's this... this That's why I was talking to Desi. Anyways, Desi. Yes. So we could frame... We could figure out who he's arms dealing to. We do know. And then we could... If we figure out, especially if there's, like, more than one... We have to figure out a way to make it think that it was like each of each other, and then we're just out of there. I also think you should be coming up with these ideas while talking with Jason, since it is. We are, because Jason does like the idea we came up on Sunday after you left Oz, Maxon, and Alaria on the ship with Atlan. The one I pretty much told you, you and the, on the rejects coming up behind. Like yeah. he's making him feel like he's safe, and it's yeah. like chaos. Make him feel like yeah. he's safe, and then you come up from behind. Oh no, no, no! I yeah. literally said Jason gets just like gets to do the first. I don't attack. think that's gonna work as well as we thought it would in light of more recent information. But no, it, the plan is a good plan. I but I did I was gonna add more to the plan because I thought about this this morning. I looked at once again. I went all the way back to the time where Alf was still around. In my notes, Maxon is holding potent nightshade. Oh, that's right. I have not used this nightshade poison in like forever. No, at all. Poison. poison. I haven't used it at poison. all. I used the poison. Like I had two different ones. I had the nightshade poison, and I had the regular poison. What's the regular poison? What's that? It's just the regular poison where you have to um, do a, uh, a, a, I think, a constitution saving throw. And if you fail... Oh, so it just gives you, like, the poisoned effect then? Mm -hmm. But the deadly nightshade poison is a lot more, it's, like, more concentrated. And I guess it's, like, greater... And, and you know, it has deadly in the name, so... So So make your assumptions where you will. So Uh... I was thinking, like, whatever guards is on the ship, like, poison their drinks... 
It's the difference between food poison and botulism. You oh, know? yeah. Yo, you want to hear something kind of funny that I just found a concern to our game? Absolutely. I found the session notes of what I what I have th- for the session after um, the 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 session after you guys fought the guards in Fandolin. Oh, so like like maybe like very early early on session notes like ever very early, early on. in the campaign ever where where Ulf exploded a dude's face and Maxon intimidated the fuck out of people and shit. Oh no. So like was... just a couple bullet points I have. Literally at the top of the page it says, Okay, breathe, and what the fuck happened? <laughs> That's me writing to myself to calm down and figure out what the fuck's going on. We all was like, holy fucking shit, when Ulf literally just <laughs> blew that dude's face off. Every everyone is following Reinhold to find Priscilla towards the Star Metal Hills. Gadiel was able to modify memory, the town guards Steve and Harbin Wester. Maxon intimidated Reiner into submission and will not snitch. They delivered Harbin to Halia. John was sent as a shambling zombie off into the woods. If the topic of the town comes up, play it the way WandaVision did when the town regained their memories and reacted to Wanda. What did Gadiel find out from modifying Harbin and Steve? Harbin wasn't observed much. Steve. <laughs> and we found That's out, all I got. We found That's out, all I got. That's all out, I had prepared for that session. <laughs> we found out Steve and um, John was um, a couple. And Ulf, oh, yeah. No. And Ulf made Steve a widower. Yeah, which also, if you think about it a little bit further, right... Not only were Steve and John a couple, but they were theoretically a secret couple because they were both married and had children of their own. Oh, Lord! There was another cover of the night! And we destroyed that. Well, wait, wait. No. Like, I no, love that, that I my, already that was had backstories for those guys when you decided to, like, just fucking waste them. <laughs> One, I did not kill that. Okay. Alright, you know what? Fuck it. Alright, yes, the plan that I had resulted in a guard getting killed. I am an accessory to that. I can admit that. Yeah, you can, because apparently everyone else can't, because everyone else was like, that was all steel. I'm like, you literally held him, helped him cover up the body, all right? I'm like, that's uh, at least, here's the you know, accessory. When they was covering up the body, I started running for the town guards to, to stop them. Yeah, to stop them, exactly. Oh man! So yeah, that's what Maxon did when he was away from um, his wife Dora. That was definitely a Maxon ass plan. That was, according to my notes, session twenty. <laughs> very good, very good. The start, of- and that was how much real time ago? Uh, a little over a year. Man. Wait, wait, no, no, no. We—that's a year in Maxon's head realistically no, real time like the notes that i took are from march 5th 2021 oh we were talking about in game no no in real time like from that session to now over a year okay i thought you talking about in game okay wow Which is crazy. it was a year a year ago <laughs> fuck 
I guess we could call that the the start of chaotic maxim. Yo, like. Actually, no. Session three would be the start of chaotic maxim. I would say so. Yeah. So I accidentally killed a player character. Uh no, and you almost killed the player almost character. killed, him. but still, it was a little like bit knocked unconscious or like death saved. Yeah, like death. Almost death, like in death saving throws, like he, like he, he cast lightning at a PC that had like twenty health, and he did like thirty eight damage. Oh damn, that was almost permadeath. It was almost permadeath within two points. Wild, that's crazy. That's so funny because I think of Max and not max desi the person being like ah video games you know i just like i shoot i shoot a gun at my friend and like they revive they'd be like oh no you can actually go way too hard and fucking kill somebody and be that's, like that's exactly you can what, what? That's, that's that's exactly what happened i was i was too much in video game logic and i i, had, I learned like real i know quick. which is why because i know you and i know that that's like the background you come from why i'm like that makes perfect sense but also that's really funny for people who have only ever played D&D to be like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> to a gamer, it makes sense. You're right. To a gamer, it makes sense. Yeah, but to someone who has only ever played like a tabletop game or like a like, uh, especially a role-playing game, <laughs> to be like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> why would you fucking do that? <laughs> like, especially like third session and it's like, well, it's, it's a different background. Well, yeah, I thought it was like Animal Crossing bonking with a net. Turns out it was like hardcore Minecraft mode with like a year in and you pushed him into lava. Oh, it gets, you know, it gets like, more spicier than that. In session four, literally one week, like week later, but all in the same time. Later. Um, there was a group of orcs held two dwarves up, uh, held one door up as hostage. Vihia was literally going to have the situation handled. Now, once again, video game it's logic. It's learning how to play the game. Yeah, that and video game logic. And then, like, in my own head, like, well, Max is cool with a lot of orcs. I mean, what if I use an orc joke to alleviate the situation? Nope. Didn't flan, didn't land, didn't fly. Slit the, do that, no. slit the dude's throat. Yeah, and it wasn't... Well, because here's the thing. It wasn't like, hey, let me grab this guy and slit his throat. It was more like the orc was standing in front of everybody with the guy held hostage with the knife to his throat, being like, hey, everyone get the fuck out. This is our land now. Get out or everyone dies. Maxin goes, I fucked your mother last night. And he goes, slit, and then goes to attack. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We killed everyone, but still. Yeah, you guys killed everyone. Like, Maxie got his penance. That's you the were time. successful, <laughs> but like... I, I'm, I'm well aware those two brothers going to have a hit out on Maxie at some point. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> they didn't like you after that, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, but still, that one brother literally wanted to fight Maxie, and... I think, well, yeah, he I killed think, his brother indirectly. But he had the role of persuasion to calm him down. Because I was... Yeah, like, I was, and it helped that Ulf brought him back to life. Because <laughs> I think it was at five hit points left. Like, Ulf literally revived him. 
So I was like, okay. Yeah, that would definitely that would definitely help in your favor. Yep. So I was like, okay, okay. The only time I think those two sessions and then session twenty, as well as like, okay. I need to quit leaning so much in the chaotic parts, but then when you really sit and think about it, it's really more fun. Hence do why the chaotic shit. It's just do the chaotic shit where you think it'll work. You know what I mean? Chaotic doesn't mean stupid, you know. Well, <laughs> we did get the story moving forward when I interrupted Gadiel and um, Sidrus in the middle of their. Uh, Love yeah, it. you did, bro. Here's the thing: I told- because Oz, the person, probably would like absolutely think that was hilarious and like let the prank happen and like not care. Dora, furious if she had powers at her disposal, would like like magic powers would have probably like encircled the room in a room like a ring of fire. Like, does not fuck about about personal space. Like, get the fuck out. And that was super funny when, like, like Oz knew that Deva was still, like, in the room. But Dora's, like, still talking to Max and, like, it's the only one there. And then Deva's like, so actually, hey, so I'm just gonna come clean. I feel like I shouldn't be here. I'm gonna dip. So sorry, Max and I like your wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Dora just, like, jumps out the window. Just I mean, very, very good. <laughs> I'm not even going to defend myself. I literally did fuck up because we was supposed to move forward because it was getting closer and closer to that Cryovane Solomon fight. And I remember, I think Ulf was, I think Jack was like, wait, we need Gadiel for this specific thing and Halia needs this specific thing and the only person who has it is the person who you know is going to have a week-long orgy with this armor. And I was like, fuck. Okay, but what day... What day of like during the week long did you interrupt her? It, they didn't even make. It, they, they didn't even know it. They didn't say anything about being a week long. No, Christian was like, you know how elves' um, stamina is. You know how elves be fucking. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. You, that, that's what Christian said verbatim. He said, you know, man, you know how elves be fucking. He's like, for yeah. someone who someone who knows how to who's been trained by an elf knows the. St-. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. They didn't even get two hours in. Yeah, he interrupted him two hours in. Yeah, I would absolutely murder you. So You're like for an, for an elf, for an elf, you like oh my god, what what would be the equivalent it was just like a foreplay? Like barely started. I'm trying not to be too vulgar. Go ahead. Uh, but like, even <laughs> only halfway to like first base at that point. Yeah, no, like I feel like you like had like just started Frenching. You're like trying to take it slow. Like maybe have started like heavy petting a little, but for like elves, like in comparison, like bro, you really absolutely cock blocked her so bad. Oh yeah, I did, and I deserved the damage that I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I just think it's really funny that Dora is like better friends with everyone on the crew than like uh, her and Maxon getting along. Like in Oz's head, there's like a reason character for that, but it's also just really funny to RP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Maxon and Dora knows their friendship and relationship, but yeah, but seen in the perspective like, 
Oh wait, people are just tolerating Maxim by this point. <laughs> and I think Maxim by this point is well aware of it. He's he's really well well aware of it, but he knows he needs these people to help him out and he, so it's like oh, I'm here. <laughs> I will go soon, so you won't have to worry about me anymore. You won't want to deal with me anytime soon. Just like I'm just gonna as the, as exit stage left. God damn, there's sometimes I cannot get words out. Like I was kind of mad. Did you pull out that car? I I still can't say compartmental. I can't fuck compartmentalization. I can't fucking pronounce that shit. I don't know why. That's right. Of all words in the English dictionary, that's compartmentalize how to say it. Car- mm. <laughs> compartmentalize compartmentalization. Compartment. God. What the fuck is up with me? I need to see a speech therapist. Seriously. Okay, think of it this way. Uh, the word glove compartment. Glove compartment. And compartmentalize. 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 Yeah, think of it like a sentence. You like your third eye. But you're gonna compartmentalize. Yeah, okay. Thank you for helping me out with that. It's just um writing. I mean, everyone has like trouble with words. Oh yeah. Like for me, anytime I see the word Ahsoka written down, I just immediately want to pronounce it like Ashoka. Yeah. I know yeah. it's not how it's pronounced, but that's immediately like my brain's like, yeah, Ashoka. And then I'm like, nope, 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 nope. That's like me. Yo, seeing- the one that I did on accident when I was younger, but then like my mom thought it was cute, so she just encouraged it, and now I like can't stop doing it. Is but most of the time, like people don't catch it because it comes up so rarely. But I always say Mazagine instead mm-hmm. of yeah, Mazagine instead of magazine gotcha. but like especially if i'm talking fast like in a sentence i will always say mazagine and like there were so many words i mispronounced growing up because i had only seen them in books so for like the longest time like subtle i pronounced it subtle oh there were so many of those i hated just the concept of silent letters i remember when <gasps> i remember when like i was macabre, first how to read it was totally macabre <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was macabre for the longest time. It, when I was first learning how to read, I remember staring at my aunt, like, was watching, like, daytime television and staring at the corner of the screen and repeating to myself over and over Dr. Pahill in different accents or different, like, cadences or trying to be faster or slower to try to figure out if I was saying it wrong, to try to figure out how the fuck a P and a H made an F sound. It, and, like... I didn't want to interrupt her during her show, so I waited the full half hour for fucking Dr. Phil to be over. And then I was like, hey, so I got a question, because I've been sitting here for a half hour trying to make it make sense, and it don't. And, like, when I asked her, she was like, she looked so... She was like, I'm so sorry to be the one to inform you that a P and an H also make an F sound. She looked like, I hate to be the one to tell you this, buddy. You know, like what? Social. Role. Yeah, be like explaining to a small child that. Oh, terrible, terrible. It's it, like when you also realize like a C and an H can make a sound 
instead of the or that you can't really tell when the c is gonna make an s sound or a k sound without (gasps) just memorizing words i remember Mm -hmm. i asked my teacher i was like how can you tell which one it's gonna be and she just was really like you just learn more words and you (laughs) and you memorize it and i'm like that's terrible no rhyme or reason English grammar is so terrible, and Very d- didn't so. we? Didn't you guys have a lot of listeners like in the Dominican Republic or something? Yep. Yeah. So, especially if English is your second language, dear God, I. Oh man, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. Um, it took me a long. It took me till two thousand three. I've been reading Green Arrow comic books as a, as long as a child, and Black Canary had I always felt it was the weirdest name. I was like. It was D-I-N-A-H. And I was like, Dina? Dina? Dana? Oh, yeah. And took to hearing Green Arrow say it. No, Batman saying it in Justice League. Dina Lance. I was like, that's how you fucking pronounce it? Dina Lance, yeah. Um, Well, same with, like, stupid Hermione. So I legit thought it was Hermione for, like, four fucking books. Hermione, Hermione. Expelliarmus Hermione. Um, or social. It took. I was like, how do you pronounce this actress' name? And I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure there's a video out there her correcting people how to pronounce her name. Lo and behold, I was like, Sersha, like inertia. But I was like, it's how she always describes it. It's adorable. S A O. I was like, so Sauronin, so Sauron. You should look at her. She did a. Irish name thing with Stephen Colbert, like oh. I don't know, however long ago. I and saw that last great. night. Like it, the like the last name had like it was like it had a C A D T H G, and she was like oh, it was yeah. the L sound. He's like, you go to He's hell. Yep. Okay. Speaking of this exact Sir, thing, I'm going to write it down in the chat, and I want you guys to tell me how you would pronounce this in your head. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just I wrote it down because this is okay. If it helps to give context, this is a name in a fantasy book, a last name. Sort of thing. It's not like a real word. So how would you say that in your head if you were reading a book? How would you say that like in your head? I would either say it's sardothane or sardothane. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna go with the sardothane. Okay. Des. Hearing them say it's sardothane. To be fair, it could it could easily also be um, uh, Ardoti. Okay, because when I was growing up and reading it, I was like, it's Sardathian. Oh, it's Sardathian, Mm -hmm. and then I believe the actual pronunciation, like now that it is a much more popular series and there's more books and stuff, um, is like Sardathian. Like, very like, okay, like yeah, like old English sort of. You know, I found out. Speaking of old English, the other day, I found out. Um, I don't know how long ago this was, but you know how we say like, oh, cheery old ye old England and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the ye, that letter, that y, that's actually how they did their th. Yeah, yeah. so it's literally the. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it is just just the, like the fuck. Like Did the you know that the was... verb yeet used to exist before? Like it was on what? accident. I have to figure out what 
I'm gonna find it so I don't put my foot in my mouth and say wrong facts. But, uh, it's just, just... like, it's absolute happenstance that, uh, it's written differently, but it's like, this is how it would have been, uh, pronounced. pronounced. And now I just want to go around being like, what ye fuck? (laughs) It's, it's similar to, like, what the older, like, newspapers and stuff would do, like, of old America, where they would use it, like, you would see, like, Massachusetts. Because they would mm. use the F's for S's to save oh, on... Yeah, depending like, on, like, what accent and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Language, man. And then it, that would be our exit. We had an hour 43 minutes. Our, actually, no, hour 44. Hey, you know. Thank you for joining us in this rambling adventure. One more rambling. One more rambling adventure. If you want more ramblings and more tangents, Black Hole Tangents will be coming soon to this podcast feed. Coming soon to a podcast near you. <laughs> and with that, remember, SoundCloud... God damn <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know, Google. Google us. You'll find us. We'll be there. You know, wherever you're listening to us right now, probably continue listening to us there. Please. And rate. Don't change it up. Rate, like. <laughs> Remember, Mother's Day. Plays this po- play this episode of the podcast. Your mother will learn. Oh, God. They'll learn, never... they'll learn video games, D&D, video games. I already said video games twice. English. Um, <laughs> why do I feel like suggesting this podcast to your mother is the equivalent of taking your mom to Hooters on their birthday? Where it's like. Oh, God. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, it would be. Yeah, you know how I originally wanted to start this episode because we was not gonna talk about act random shit. This the, I was gonna start this episode like this. What if we orgasm? Would that shoot us out of the fifth dimension? Like really going in with that goddamn topic. Okay, but do you really want to? Because I have because to- we would talk about it for an hour and forty five minutes, and then at some point you'd be like, "All right, I'm uncomfortable, and I gotta try to steer the conversation." And then we would ADHD brain be like, "But looping back to like." Could you orgasm so hard you fly into a different dimension? Like, yeah, like we and we would talk about it for like two you hours. Really so, think, you know, don't test us. Is you, is the lesson here? You is really don't test. I'm, you really? I'm gonna back out. And we did a whole. Yes. Episode. We did a whole. Yes. I'm pulling. No, I'm sorry, Christian. I'm at the pull this card. I mean, you remember you had to take a break when I just said that Maxon like ah oh, Maxon needs to be soft with someone. He's absolutely submissive. Uh, you had to take a whole ass break. So, yes, I do think that you would back down fast. We did a whole episode on Pornhub. I will easily Oh, baby, you still use Pornhub? That's like the vanilla middle school baby's first porn site. You know what? I can't win. I'm not going to win. It's time you really learn that. I can flip it my way every time, baby. And this is why women should rule the world. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.